you know, so how many of you, this, this series has been a blessing to you so far? It's been, uh, it truly has been life-changing. It's been a paradigm shift. Going into it, I did not know the Lord was going to use it as a life class to give us what we did not get from our parents. We did not get from many of our churches. We did not get definitely from our educational institutions unless you went to one of the more high-level ones. And so, uh, and so it's really, really been uh, um, amazing. How many of y'all been doing your vision boards? If, if, if you did, just lift your hand anyway. I've been on over a couple of houses, and y'all not playing. Y'all not playing. Let me tell you something, y'all. You need to make them vision boards clear, and you need to stick to it. Because uh, one of the things that's going on with the church is that there's the, the, almost the entire body has shifted. Okay, Everybody kind of shifted at the same time. That's the most dangerous thing for a church to do. It's, for, it's, it's different if one or two people shift. But when almost that whole thing shifts at the same time, and everybody starts getting focused, and everybody starts getting in faith, that's a huge shift. So there are wars coming. There are things and temptations and persecutions that are going to come against your mind to try to get you off track. Because some of the things that we are doing and um, when they manifest is going to shake up a whole bunch of stuff. I encourage you to do these things with your visions board. Stick to it because a year from now, it's going to be a different story, folk. (laughs) I'm just letting you know. It's going to be a different story. Some of us are going to move faster than others. Some of us are going to explode more than others. But it's all for the purpose of helping everybody. And it's one of the things the Lord uh, uh, shared with me. In the book of Acts, it says, no one lacked anything. And so, uh, and how you know, that's a powerful thing. That's, that's how the church started. No one lacked anything. Those who had more gave it to the ones who had less so they could, everybody could come up. So, so trust me, we're going someplace. I'm sure that when we start doing this stuff, you know, I told you last week about having a ministry where nobody is walking. Everyone has a car. Well, you know, you got to be careful of that. But then the whole planet wants to join your church overnight. So you got to have some stipulations, you know. And so, but that's going to be exciting. So, but, but what I do want you to do with your vision boards is it must be big enough where you know God has to get involved. But it must be small enough where you haven't lost your mind. Okay. No, I mean, honestly, because I do have to correct some things, because what happens is, is that most people have not been trained in the education, education of finance and what it takes to build it and all of They haven't been trained naturally or spiritually. So sometimes when people hear information, they can get overly excited and they'll say things like, you know, the Holy Ghost told me that I'm going to be a trillionaire. No, he didn't. He didn't tell you that. OK, let me give an example of that. And, and, now, let me look at my, <laughs> there it is. My imaginary congregation just came to life to support me on tonight. There it is. They said amen. Jonathan in the back said he would help him out say amen on tonight. Okay. And so, so you have to be careful about what you think the Holy Spirit told you. Because because quite a few people told me, yeah, a lot of them, I'm called to be a trillionaire. And the Holy Spirit told me that I'm going to be a trillionaire. You know, and, and, I'm, and for most people, if not all people, I'm like, no, I don't think he told you that. I think you got excited about the other side, <laughs> okay? Because I want to give you, and this, I'm, I'm going to give you an example of what I'm talking about. This is not the lesson, but it's very short. Give you an example about being careful about overextending yourself, you know. Um, um, put up this graphic for me. Um, of these, the, these are the, the, the five most richest individuals in the world right now. Okay, that graphic is up. Y'all can see that. And I might come down on the floor because y'all might be taking a lot of pictures tonight of this screen 
and I'm still amazed at this big old screen. It's the angle that the people are sitting at in the front row. These are the top five CEOs in the planet when it comes to wealth. Uh, Jeff um, Bezos. Bezos, Bezos, okay, y'all see what it says. He's the CEO of Amazon. His net worth is $112 billion. He's the richest man in the world right now. He bypassed Bill Gates, which is number two. Bill Gates is the CEO of Microsoft at $90 billion. Warren Buffett, CEO of Berkshire Hathaway, $84 billion. Mark Zuckerberg, CEO of Facebook, $71 billion. And uh, Sergey Brin, president of Google, his worth is $47 billion. Now, let me give you a perspective of what happens when a person says, I'm going to be a trillionaire. Okay? Uh, number one, one billion dollars, I know some of you may realize, but I'm trying to give you perspective. One billion dollars is a million dollars a thousand times. That's correct, isn't it? Yeah, that's correct. I know I got some numbers. There's some business people in here watching me. <laughs> okay? So, so... Um, when you when you have you have one million dollars and then you got to multiply that nine hundred and ninety nine times to get to one billion. So so when you get to a billion, you then got to multiply that nine hundred and ninety nine times to get to a trillion. The richest man in the world is only 12 percent there. I'm trying to give you a perspective of a trillion dollars. I'm just using an example of. Think about what you're saying, analyze what you're saying, and then do research in regards to when you say, you know what, I'm going to exercise faith for a Learjet. Where are you going to put it? In your backyard as a monument? Hey, now, if you want to be a trillionaire, you would actually have to generate more money than Amazon, Microsoft, Warren Buffett, um, Warren Buffett Mark Zuckerberg, and the president of Google. You'd have to generate more money than all five of them put together. And you would only be 40% toward the goal. Y'all got what I'm saying? (laughs) I don't think they got what I'm saying, Daniel. I think they might be a little salty or overwhelmed. So I'm trying to get you to understand when you set a goal, understand what the goal is. Don't just come up with something that feels good because you want to be the biggest baller in planet Earth and the universe. And then you end up doing something that you wouldn't attain 1% of it. Okay, and let me tell you something. Whenever God gives you a goal, the goal is always out your reach, so much so you think it's the end. When you get it, you'll see that's the beginning. So, so even if God did give you something, it's going, to be, it's going to be a little bit smaller than that. So I don't know there are some people that dis- may disagree, but y'all, trillionaire status. And y'all, I'm, some of y'all are like, why would he be saying this? Because I got quite a few people around the world who said, I'm getting ready to be a trillionaire. And some of them don't have bank accounts. Stop right there, dude. If you don't have enough sense to have a bank account, you're not getting ready to be a millionaire. Okay, y'all got me. Okay, and maybe y'all do. <laughs> so I'm just giving you a perspective in regards to when it comes to your vision boards. You know, focus on certain things. It's okay for you to focus on them, and then when that comes to pass, then create another one. Somebody grab me a towel in the back for me. Thanks, Kevin. Um, is one up here? Oh, he had- Never mind, Jonathan, he had it ready and waiting. Thank you. Okay. And so, uh, and so, and then something else I'm going to encourage you to do is begin to pray about a second spiritual vision board. Most have not heard that. The Holy Spirit revealed that to me. He said, you should have a vision board of the items that you want, and you should have a vision board of the items that we want you to be. So on that vision board should be your character flaws and the opposite of it. I'm a person who walks in love. 
I do not walk in jealousy. Um, I am a person of patience, okay? Um, and so, because I mean, no, those are more important than any type, any type of car, house, etc. Okay, on that vision board, I mean, this is so powerful, the stuff the Holy Ghost has given us, is, is on that vision board to be, you know, all of the all of the things that you want to be. If I want to hear from God more, I want to be able to do this for the Lord. On that vision board should be the name of all of your family members that are not saved. Okay, and, and so should, you understand what I'm saying? And so that's one of the things that the Lord revealed to me is that in the world, of course, they're only interested in the one sided vision board, carnal stuff. And God does not have a problem with having carnal stuff as long as it does not take away from him. But you should have a carnal. Carnal is not a bad word. It just means fleshly things. You should have a carnal vision board and you should have a spiritual vision board. This one is for you. This one is for the Lord. If 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 you if the Lord asks you what you wanted, that should be your vision board. But if you ask the Lord what he wanted, that should be his. See, and you need both because the second vision board, which is the spiritual one, is going to determine your wealth for eternity. The first one is just going to determine your happiness on planet Earth. Y'all got me. So having both keeps you balanced. Having both keeps you in the love of God. Realizing that God loves you so much. that he, Romans 8.32. If I gave you Jesus, how much more will I freely give you everything? And so since I gave you everything, and if, since I gave you the best and I'm willing to give you everything underneath that, then guess what? It's a two-way street. I need you to improve your character. I need you to stop cussing people. I mean, you have to put stuff on. You might have to put on there. When I am in rush hour traffic, I have the patience of Jesus, not the patience of Job. The patience of Jesus. Okay, quit using substandard men in the Bible. Use Jesus for everything. Y'all got me? <laughs> you know, and, 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 and how many you know this is going to take time for you to actually look and analyze your life? And where are my shortcomings? Okay, you know, I mean, you, I mean, and, and you. Most of you in here, hopefully all of you, it, you have you have you have a good amount of shortcomings, but not something that's going to take up the whole vision board. You know what I'm saying? But you might have to be detailed because all of us have things that are working on that we're working on. But, but some of us got things we really need to work on. You know what I mean? Y'all know what I mean. Y'all plan today. Well, y'all Presbyterian church quietness today. I guess you didn't got all your energy out during the worship. Hey. So, uh, so I encourage you to do that. So, um, so we'll be talking about that a little bit more, you know, and, and, and let me add this to help you out. As you create the vision board for the Lord, you create, you start out, that one may take a few weeks because you start out with what you believe is important to the Lord. Like, like, you know, I'm a person who worships God in spirit and truth. Okay. I'm quick to forgive. Hey, um, I don't interrupt people when they're talking. I mean, it's all of these things that are on there. You know, some man might have to say, you know what? When I'm lost, I'll learn how to ask for directions and humble myself. You know, you know I'm, I'm just, y'all know what I'm talking about. Okay, but remember with the second vision board, with the first vision board, you may write something down and then change your mind because of taste. With the second vision board, you may write something down and the Holy Spirit may ask you to change it because what you wrote down is not his taste. So like with me, with the church, I wrote down, that my next goal should be um, a thousand people. And so as soon as I wrote it down, the Holy Spirit immediately spoke. When I finished writing a thousand, he said, change that to 10. When, when, when Yonggi Cho, the man with the biggest church in the world, I think, when he wrote down 10,000, the Holy Spirit said, change it to 100. Whatever, whatever the Holy Spirit tells you to write down, no, that's not the end. That's the first goal. Okay. 
And so that's, that's how you cooperate. And so with that second vision board, man, you should be looking at that thing, praying about that thing, and the Lord may not speak to you about it, about changing anything while you're praying about it. He'll speak to you while you're driving or exercising or even watching your favorite program. All right, so that's enough of that. That's a nice little teaching. I'll probably put that up separately so I can keep these messages shorter online. All right, let's go ahead and jump in.